Before we get started, before we get started, this show is about the game Hero Clicks. It's kind of like chess, but with superpowers. We realize we're complete, total, utter nerds about it. Nerds about it. But you know what? We don't even care. This is Clixinit. This is Clixinit. So if you're a noob, a casual player, or an insane competitive junkie, you found your new home. And now, your gaming superheroes, Adam, Dan, Kane, Austin, and Miles. Let's do this. Hello, everybody out there in Clicksland, and welcome to another episode here on Clicksland. I, like always, am your host, Adam. This is episode 178. We have to do our part two of our Avengers 60th anniversary. We just had our pre-release the other day. It went... Actually, we had it and we didn't because we did a D&D event that I had put together over the past couple months, uh, but we also had our pre-release, so we had the option to buy the boosters but not play it unless you pulled something you wanted, but we'll get that into that in a little bit. And then we have the Asgard-to-Mouth results from two weekends, oh, one weekend, one weekend ago that Ryan and Dan are going to go over, and then we will be answering your questions. We didn't get into it last week because it pertained to more to, like, super rares and chases and things like that, but we will talk about that uh, later today in the show. But first, let's get into the news. As we mentioned on the last episode, we do have our Cheesehead Championship coming up on August 26th. That's going to be at Coliseum Games in Kenosha, Wisconsin. It's going to be a $40 entry fee, $300 modern, and prizing is going to be pretty big. Uh, If we can get 20 people, first place we'll get a case and a trophy. Second place we'll get a brick and a crisp high five from me. Third place we'll get seven boosters, fourth place five. And if you get top eight, you'll get two boosters. And if you get Fellowship, you'll get a brick and a trophy. Uh, And our goal is for every single person to show up to walk away with something. So if you are interested in that, again, that's Saturday, August 26th in Kenosha, Wisconsin, Coliseum Games. Ryan did just make the win event, so it should be up on there. We'll put a link on our Facebook page as well. We've also put it on the HeroClix collection page. Uh, Registration is at 1030. That is confirmed. And then we're going to close registration at 11, dice roll at 11.15. Uh, well, there'll be a dinner break in there, and then top cut starts at 5. And then Dan um, and Anthony Barnstable will be our judges for the event. Also, we'll have Battle Royals off to the side in case anybody wants to leave the tournament early. So we hope we all make it there. We also have our states for Wisconsin coming up on July 29th. So if you're, that's going to be the week before Gen Con. So if you're interested in that, same place, Coliseum Games in Kenosha, a little closer to the border, so that way people from like the Illinois area can make it. Plus, it's a bigger venue than our normal venue. So that's uh, did we decide on a time for that one yet? They gave me a 10.30 for both. We're good. Okay. Uh, and then we do also have a winner map on July 2nd. I'm kind of going for the future past here. Uh, but July 2nd, we have a winner map, which is going to be hosted by Dan, and that's the Friends Forever map, and that's a $10 buy-in at our <clears throat> normal venue, which is Gamers Realm in New Berlin. So if you're interested in any 
one of those three, please look it up on the win, <clears throat> and we'd love to have you down there. Also, Illinois State's is the 30th, right after ours, and um, a lot of our crew will be down there as well. Anything I'm missing? Gen Con is the week of the 3rd through the 6th, and I think that's pretty much it. I'm sure there's states going all, all around the place. I just don't have the dates for all of them. Oh, yeah, I think the that's camp in Oregon. Clicks camp uh, July fifteenth. Yes, and please, I implore you, if you thinking about going, please go because it's already been confirmed that if we don't get enough of our uh, people showing up, that our two v two is going to be canceled. I unfortunately can't make it because I have a birthday, but um, yeah, please, July fifteenth, if you're able to make it out in to Gongai Games, it's a great venue, and uh, yeah, won't be disappointed at all. So yeah, lots of events coming up in July and August. We really have nothing planned, at least me personally, for June. My June's completely wide open, but that's also because my June is insanely busy with weddings and stuff like that. So I'm pretty much taking a month off, but then July and August are going to be pretty busy clicks months for me after that. Um, let's talk about Asgard to Mouth. Ryan, you guys had an event at your house on Saturday, and how'd it go? Uh, not bad. It was, I believe, like eight hours long. I believe. Yeah, it was something. Um, it was something like that. It was pretty long, but I mean, it was it was fun. I mean, we you know. We did. Uh, we usually kind of do like a little twist uh, every every month with something, and though this one we uh, we had a battle condition that kind of happened every every round. So depending on a d6 roll, there would either be a uh, what we call the bombing run that would go from top to bottom. Uh, and it would be just one random row uh, would deal one penetrating damage all the way down and then just one regular damage uh, to the left and right of it. And then the other one was a horizontal one that would go from left to right. And then same thing, one penetrating on that, and then above and below would be one damage. And then um, we had a couple other ones, but those are the most common ones. And then the other one was a care package um, that had something like a med kit or a equipment or something like that in it. So uh, the uh, I was I try to get some some new pieces onto the battlefield. So I was able to uh, pull off getting in a uh, King Killmonger, uh, and I put the power gem on him. And then I played a uh, bunch of the Hydra Four. So Hammer with the Influence Ring, Militant with Captain Carter's Shield, and Bowman, and then Dark Star with the Indigo Ring. Uh, and then I kind of went out pretty fast in the middle to kind of encourage some interactions and that did not go well for me and so king killmonger rolled out of probably about half of his attacks and then he started going down uh downhill with the other people that were playing um blue marvel that was a really hard piece to counter with the force blast uh pulse wave so i ended up going out first and then after that you were next okay do i go over your team uh yeah so my team was blue marvel at full with the uh, U.S. Agent Shield, and then I had uh, the Super Rare uh, Winter Soldier from Disney Plus with the Serum, and then I had Agent Anti Venom on the first seventy-five from us. Uh, um, What's that? Spider-Man and Venom Absolute Carnage. So his free support was pretty handy. I only got to use it once because then he died, unfortunately. But I figured that's what was going to happen with a piece that can free support is he's going to be a big target. So besides Ryan dropped his entire team on my Blue Marvel. He was like, I did not want a full point blue marble running around. <laughs> I was <laughs> able to make him a fifty point blue marble pretty fast. <laughs> well, you know the power gem kind of helps. Yeah, 
Oh, that was I, okay. Well, granted, you, he got off a really good attack. Like he rolled a ten, so I immediately took the five, and then I'm on my stop click, which is invulnerability. So then I took the extra one oh, yeah. penetrating. So I literally couldn't do anything. It was just like here, you're gonna eat like six damage and just have to deal with it. So it was very like uh, it was just luck. He just rolled really well that turn. So, uh, but I mean, it was it was nice. Bucky survived, I think, the longest. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. But it was just one of those where. It, I invested a lot of points into a big piece, and he just got overwhelmed with all the other stuff that was going. I you were on me, and then I, I had she's had shooting from the other side at me, and then, and then he came he, in with yeah. his own. <laughs> yeah, so it was just a madhouse in the middle there. Um. So then after that, then uh, Christine was out. She played uh, the full point Disney Plus Captain America with uh, the Red Wing and Captain America Shield. Ricky Barnes with the Waldo arms, Red Widow with the Nightbringer and Spin Ring, and then the Hydra Officer um, to bring in the Pulse Wave Hydra Soldier. And um, then we had a th- kind of a three-way that went back and forth between uh, Matt, Ryan Harris, and Ryan Rios. So Matt played uh, Emperor Gladiator at full with the Soul Gem, the Soldier Supreme with the Darkhold, um, a blue marvel with the spin ring, and then John Stewart with the Green Lantern ring. Ryan Harris played the Wonder Woman Prime with the utility belt and Green Lantern ring. Uh, he brings some pretty neat pieces. He brought War of Light uh, 42A John Stewart with the Wonder Woman bracelets, who held on insanely well. <laughs> uh, and granted, the, he made use of them. He made use of that big. I think it's like nine range that he has. So it oh was, yeah, absolutely. He had like no yeah. moving attack. I I don't think. But no, like, he has. He was yeah. he healed the most clicks for sure. Yeah. The oh, game. Yeah. oh yeah, it was it was cool. He 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 made that piece really work considering it's 130 points <laughs> and from War of Light. Yeah, it was it was very cool to see a piece like that do so well, uh, and then uh, Harley Quinn and the Gotham Girls, the Sheena with the uh, Indigo Tribe ring, and then Ryan Rios, who ended up winning, played the uh, Captain Marvel movie, Captain Marvel with the Soul Gem, uh, the O twenty one one, and then the bigger chase that has the the God Click when you hit her for more than two damage. Yeah, the running shots and then can charge. Yep. Um, and then with the inside information feat card, which I forget what that does. It's like plus um, one to attack. No, it's if you're attacking a character that shares a keyword with you, you are plus two attack. Well, plus two, okay. Uh, and then the Avengers Forever Red Widow with the Cloak of Levitation, um, the Disney Plus Power Broker with Super Soldier Serum, and then the Green Lantern with the uh, Diamonic Ring and Liar Ring, the uh, one from Wonder Woman 80. It was uh, those two. Rare. Yeah, it was Hal Jordan. So it was really cool between all three of them. They uh, they kind of just kept going after each other, and they would trade off uh, one, two of them fighting and one of them kind of backing off. And uh, it came down to Emperor Gladiator, the Wonder Woman Prime, and then the Captain Marvel um, movie uh, chase. And uh, the Emperor Gladiator and Wonder Woman was on her last click, and then Emperor Gladiator was on one of his last good clicks. And they just happened to be lined up with the exact row that uh, we rolled for the the war bonus thing that we did. And so we did a horizontal bombing run, and both of them took one penetrating damage. 
uh, and that killed Wonder Woman and took Emperor Gladiator off of his better click. I think it was a prob click, maybe the running shot with prob. So I think yeah, because he, piece. he had lost his his confidence token too, which was <laughs> yeah. So. so it was just bad timing and kind of crazy with only three pieces left. Two of them got hit by the uh, that dice roll. You did and say that it, that could that could totally change change the game. <laughs> like either this is going to do nothing or it's going to completely change how this game works. Yeah, I was waiting for it. Um, and then it came down to the Captain Marvel um, versus Emperor Gladiator, and uh, Captain Marvel ended up taking it. So we played um, the trenches in the middle, and then we had a, the Belgium battle um, ROC maps on either side of that. So it was a fun time. Uh, we're going to start closing in the maps to see if we can cut uh, one or two hours off the games because they are all-day things, but they are a lot of fun. Yeah, sounds... Rios is the new champion. <clears throat> and he... Go ahead. Let's see if he can hold it for two months because no one's ever held it for more than a month. So we've we've had the belt for a year and nobody has kept it uh, past one month. Uh, he was actually the champion of our D and D event that I held the following day, which was a five hour long um, event. So how that worked was I made thirteen separate class cards for all the um, figures, and they were things like uh, like the Druid was mind control, and if they could already use it, they were dealt or printed damage. Uh, and then they had he had Smoke Cloud for free, and if he already had Smoke Cloud, he didn't have to place them adjacent to each other. And then each character had their own way of getting treasures, which was the way to win the game. And his was, if the Druid occupies hindering terrain, when they make an attack, when they, they may make an attack opposing a character who's also in hindering terrain, Within range, if they KO that character, they gain a treasure. Uh, there are other things in there like the bard, the wizard, the warrior, the knight, the paladin. There was a priest. Lots of different things on there. Uh, overall, it was just really fun and um, learned some things. I did three different maps for the entire um, Thing because honestly, I thought they were gonna blow through the maps pretty quick because when you killed an enemy, you got to you got to get a, gain experience to uh, level up. But it really, we played Widow's Lair and then we played the Flooded City and then we played Red Mines. They got halfway up the Flooded City, um, and we played for and that was just, we played for five was hours. <laughs> yeah, and it was just and I think yeah I think Dan got the furthest in the entire thing but and we played for five hours so it's not like we didn't play um, for a short period of time but it took you guys like two hours just to get in to the dungeon because if you know Widow's Lair there's like a little entryway but that I blocked off that they had to find a, a secret thing to get into uh, but overall it was really fun I was glad we did it and um, I learned some things nah, not to do next time. Um, and I'll, I'll just improve it for next time. But overall, it was a fun time. We had eight people show up for it, and I filmed it, but I don't think anybody wants to watch a five-hour version of it. So I don't think I'm going to upload it because that would take a long, long time to do. <laughs> what was cool is that uh, I was able to bring my six-year-old son, and he actually was able to um, play, and he kept his attention pretty much the entire time for being six, playing the, a game and only one character for five hours i think that that's pretty good and he probably yeah. played the best out of everybody oh he had some pretty good thing yeah he uh he crit hit that um he played uh what is his name Deathstroke. Uh, Deathstroke. Deathstroke. yeah and yep. he crit hit a uh a blades thing 
a, or a pulse wave, and then rolled a six on his blades and uh, one shot the Spider Hulk from was, um, Secret War. That was really scary because after that, anytime he was anywhere near me, I'm like, please, please, <laughs> please don't crit. I don't feel like taking two damage off the rip. Yeah, he was uh, he was on fire and he was collecting gold. He was he was pretty uh, happy. He was having a good time. Oh yeah. All right, so we are going to get into uh, the re- the second part of the review of Avengers 60th. Like I said, we had our pre-release quotes up in the air on Sunday. I did, We all bought three boosters. I didn't pull the greatest. All I pulled was, for super rares, the Absorbing Man, which I was happy about. I kind of want him. Ryan pulled a buttload of crap. <laughs> he bought six <laughs> boosters, three for himself, three for, from his son, and I think you just pulled Moonstone as your... Super rare. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, we had a Monica Rambo Monica. and uh, and I think an absorbing man is what uh, my son. Yeah, pulled. yeah, I saw I saw that when when you pulled when we were sitting at the table. So yeah, that's cool. At yeah. least you got that. Yeah, my three had two uh, two of the same rare, the screaming Mimi's, and then another rare. I honestly don't even remember what it is. They're just sitting off to the side still. <laughs> uh, Dalton ended up getting the Iron Inquisitor or whatever the heck he's called, um, and then. Tyler got the Black Skull, and we just pulled two rare primes, and not the good one. We pulled Captain America and Iron Man. Oh, Captain America is amazing. He may not be as like disgusting as Hulk, but I would not discount him as saying he's a no, bad but not prime. not the good rare. Like, well, if you had to I pick one rare, it's Hulk. No, no, because Cap does so much for forty five points. Like, if you build him on the team, I would say he brings just as much value. And Hulk does a lot more for ten. Sorry, I gotta disagree with you on that one. They're close, and I do think Captain America will see more play once people start using him and uh, the the pieces that are available in modern shift a little bit. I think he's definitely going to be slept on for a bit, though. I gotta reread what he does then. <laughs> he's amazing. Like for forty five points. He is quite the utility base, and and he can attack on his own. Fair enough. But speaking of Monica Rambo, <laughs> uh, is the one super rare that Ryan pulled. Why don't you talk about Monica Rambo, Ryan, while we're at it? So she is uh, seventy points. She's got the Avengers and Police TAs. She's got five range with two bolts. She can see through hindering, and she's got a trait no longer to the visible, no longer visible to the naked eye, which is just stealth. And then she starts with a special damage power, which is energy explosion, pensai, and precision strike, uh, and then starts with a eight running shot, eleven special attack, eighteen defense, three leadership. And then she's got two of the same stop clicks on her last two clicks, which is stop, she becomes colossal, and has shape change. So I actually pulled her on our pre-release on Monday, and she did uh, very well. Yeah, yeah, she's amazing. I think she's great. Yeah, she's, uh, she's very good, yeah. Energy I think explosion, she's good. Uh, energy Explosion, the Pensai, and Precision Strike came into play, I think, every game. And then, like, the two stop clicks, you kind of just had to debate on uh, on hitting her or not, so... She did really well. Uh, next, we have Spider-Man, who is at three different levels. I'm just going to uh, talk about his 25-point version because I think that's where 95% people will play him at. We kind of went over him already a couple episodes ago, but for 25 points, you're getting team player, Spider-Man TA. He has two traits. First one is once per turn, when Spider-Man is attacked, you may re-roll the attack. And his other one is friendly characters that are adjacent or have Avengers keyword, have team player ability which is insane for 25 points 
Well, so granted, granted, you have to run a bunch of Avengers on the team then that have super senses. So if you want to really make use of that, it's very good. But you're also like building yourself a certain way too. Well, you have that one Spider-Man from War of the Realms. I know he's sixty, but um, I just <clears> I just don't know if he's like he's good. Yeah, it's, it's, he might yeah, be. I don't, it's, but I don't know if I'd, I. That's a big risk for sixty points. It is, yeah, for sixty points, yeah. Um. He is an outwitter too, and he is a flyer for some reason. Not sure why, but if somehow you can get him clicked one time, he then gets charged flurry plasticity, and after resolutions, after he hits, he can give a character an action token. The character modifies attack by minus two, or they gain a mobile. So just insane value for twenty five points for this guy. It's kind of weird to see him come out after a Spider Man set, but this is uh, an extremely fun Spider Man to play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miles, why don't you take a uh, hammer? Uh, I actually really like this figure. Um, he's one of the supers I actually want to pull. I really like his uh, his damage output. Uh, but he's uh, 80 points. He's got the Hydra team ability. Uh, he has a trait, Hydra 4, which he shares with the other Hydra 4. And uh, when a friendly character with Hydra team ability is KO'd, you modify hammer's damage plus one until the end of your next turn. And he has another trait that I think is going to be really, really good. Might of Hydra and friendly characters with Hydra team ability can use it for close or range attacks, um, which pretty much it also gives everyone Masters of Evil. That's great. Um, he's a 10, 11, 18, 4 starting out with a charge, a special attack ability, which is uh, electric surges. Gives him Quake, is a separate part of that, which is when Hammer knocks back one or more opposing characters. After resolutions, you may choose a character he knocked back. If you do, deal one damage to each opposing character adjacent to the chosen character. Uh, and Ryan already alluded to it earlier when he uh, played him with the influence rink. Uh, that part of his his attack, I think, is the best part about it is that he can just knock anyone back and do damage to everyone adjacent. Uh, and Silver, yeah, you're definitely using the influence ring. I think that's pretty much I, I what took out the uh, anti-venom, I think, was that little combo. Yep. It's a very I got- good power. Yeah, because I, I got the one damage from the hit against the wall and then the free damage, and that yeah. was enough to kill me. I mean, you can do it in modern, but it's just not free with the, uh, giving him the gauntlets, which I think is actually a really good play with him. Putting the gauntlet so on him? Quake. Yeah. No, the shot gauntlets. Oh, gotcha, yeah. Oh, yeah. I give him fourth class, yeah. Yeah, and so that way when he knocks you know, he, he knocks someone back, and yeah, I think that, that combos really well So where he doesn't have to use Quake. You can just do it with a regular attack. Um, I think I, I, I really, really think that that's. I, I just think that he's going to be underrated and played, especially in theme format with Hydra. Uh, Hydra Four is going to be a sleeper in themed format. If I like him. They were fun. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I think the synergy they bring, and then you also throw in though at the Red Skull from Avengers Forever. I just think there's just so much to like about, not just him but the Hydra Four. Or even adding, um, uh, what's his name, Red Dormammu. A little pricey, but yeah. I think he could be fun yeah. with a Hydra team. And then uh, in themed, it's I know a lot of people don't like the follow up, but there's even a Hydra follow up attacker, and you know that's follow ups. I think going to be a really big play in themed and uh, um, pulp, just to, to change it up a little bit, since you have to really think outside the box instead of you know playing multiples of figures. Yeah, the Contessa. Uh, Madam Hydra, I think it is from Empire. Yeah, she's not. 
He's not really that great, but uh, the follow-up is good. It's yeah, good, yeah it's forty-five just overcosted. Points. I think on every single character that has it. Yeah, yeah, that's. I think that they're they they value it more than it should be compared to other traits. Yeah, I mean, she's. I think the cheapest. I believe she's the cheapest uh, follow-up. Uh, leadership and outwit. So, I mean, you know, stealth, poison, combat reflexes. I think that. Yeah, I really think Hydra's gonna have a time to shine, which is nice. Uh, Dan, why don't you take Prime Thor? All right, cool, because he is the real deal. Um, so he is 150 or 75 points. He has five range and three bolts. He's cosmic energy and mystics. Um, so he has two traits, a special defense power and a special damage power. Um, his special defense and damage are on clicks one through five. His 75-point Dell starts on click number was that four, I think. Yeah. Um so his uh, trait is Pulse Wave. When he uses it and, and the attack roll is doubles, hit opposing characters are dealt three damage instead. So doubles means knockback, three damage is good, so potential four damage Pulse Wave. Pretty good. I like that. I mean, it's, it's random because you get doubles, but it's just cool. Um, the next one is at the beginning of the game, choose a keyword or team ability, team ability. Opposing characters with the chosen keyword or team ability modify damage minus one when attacking Thor or an adjacent friendly character. That's just good, depending on, uh, I would say, like, any type of format like that where people are playing theme, just minus one damage is good, especially with his uh, reducers. Um, next is uh, his defense power, which is ESD and impervious, and then his damage power is RCE and shape change. So I think he's pretty straightforward. Um, he might see play at 75, but uh, I don't think he'll see much play in modern. He's I like him a lot, but I, he's not like a meta piece. No, I think he's fun. Um, you can Genesis APOC Polaris him, I think it is. Um, whoever, yeah, any of them from uh, whatever it is, the Hellfire Gala. Yeah, so you can get those doubles pretty easily if you want to. Uh, you're probably not playing him at 150. I do like him at the 75 because you're pretty much getting the same value. You're just getting what three more clicks out of him. For yeah, you're getting three. You are getting you're getting two more speed and extra damage and an attack, which is a, a nice bump for that. But yeah, you're getting only three extra clicks of life. So yeah, so I think definitely the 75 point is him, and he's just you know he's hard to take down. He's got the shape change. You can't outwit it. And if you do, you're taking Mystics. Um, plus with the modify by negative one. Um, theme is still a thing, so it doesn't help or it doesn't hurt that everyone attacks him with the same keyword. Is just getting negative one to their damage, and yeah, or Jason yeah. or Jason from the characters like that's big. Yeah, so he, he's protecting. Yeah, he's protecting people, which is good. I think him in theme format, that's exactly what you want because it has to be themed. So you just pick whatever keyword you're going against. Yeah, mm -hmm. or any of their heavy hitters, like if you they have a sky tyrant or something like that. I mean. Brute and Warrior are always big right now. Oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. But if, by picking a keyword in the theme format, it's going to be against everybody, and I think that's huge. So I could totally see him being definitely Yeah, like prime. prime Sweaty going from high, I'm dealing four damage, to high, I'm dealing three damage is not as fun. No. Nope. Uh, Miss Marvel. We just got a Miss Marvel, but what does this one do? Actually, Kane, or, um, Kane, yeah, I guess, technically. Miles, didn't you like Miss Marvel? <laughs> Uh, not this one. Uh, I think uh, Ryan was the one that actually did this. Yeah, because I haven't really delved her. I like the one from Avengers 60. Did you like this one, Ryan? 
Um, she's really good, even better than I thought she was. Uh, Christine actually pulled her at our pre-release on Monday and went three and zero with her. Um, she played her at full points and was able to make a four-piece Avengers theme team, so she got the printed prob. Do you want me to go over her? Sure. All right, so at 110 points, which you're not playing her competitively, but uh, in sealed, I think it's definitely the right call. Um, she's got a trait, which is close combat expert and shape change, and then another trait, which is when establishing theme teams, choose a keyword for Miss Marvel to gain this game. If Miss Marvel is on a theme team for a keyword printed on her card, she can use prob. If she has a, if she's on a theme team for a keyword not printed on her card, she can use perplex. So she's actually able to play her with Doctor Strange and have two probs on the team, which is pretty ridiculous and sealed. Um, she's got a special speed power, uh, which is free. Choose one to last until you, you choose again. Uh, either tiny and when adjacent, when an adjacent character begins a move after resolutions, you may place Miss Marvel adjacent to them. Or uh, regular size and flurry, or giant size and charge. And what's important with that is that it's a free that lasts until you choose again. So with one turn, you can choose tiny and have somebody carry you, uh, and then have that for your next turn and then once you've been carried or you're not even really carried um it's an adjacent character moving and then you're placed next to them so you can then choose to be either normal or giant size and use flurry or charge so um she is really good she uh gets the where is she she gets at 50 points is where she'll she possibly see play she only has that special speed power on her top click which is an eight speed 10 quake 18 invulnerability within power uh, which is again another really nice power to have on a piece that comes up with you so um she has a chance of seeing play i think she's got a lot of stuff going on there with all of, i mean she's got a bunch of traded powers you know so i mean she's got three traded three potential traded powers right there with the you're getting either proper perplex and then she already has close combat and shape change on top of her what's the, like what she has on dial so yeah i think i think she'll see some play yeah <clears throat> uh next one we have absorbing man honestly when i opened my three boosters i didn't think i pulled any super rares because first off the gate this guy's sculpt is kind of lackluster to be honest um I was kind of hoping for a little bit more for this Absorbing Man, but let's talk about him real quick. 90 points, Masters of Evil. Uh, he destroys blocking when he moves through it. He has got two traits. First one is improved targeting characters, giant reach four. That's always good. Absorber Man considers all characters within four in line of fire as adjacent for him for the purpose of Masters of Evil team ability. That's decent. And then when Absorber Man hits after resolutions, he may choose an, equipped, an equipment equipped to a hit opposing characters until... He chooses again, Absorber Man can use the effect of that equipment. So, not bad. And then he does have three stop clicks uh, that stop and invincible. So he's super hard to kill. He can take your equipment, or not take it, but use the effects of it, and Giant Reach 4 with Masters of Evil up to four away. So all good things, but 90 points, 6 charge. He is 11 um, with Close Combat Expert. I just don't think there's enough there for Okay, so, he does. so granted... So granted, he has a three charge, right? But with the giant reach four, that makes it still a seven reach, which is pretty standard for characters. Just saying. Yep, I just I like him. He's he's just very simple to use, I guess. He's there's nothing too crazy with him. Yeah. Uh, he's just a very simple character. Pog. I think that that could be. He has brutes, so you make him X Men for that rollout by giving him Pog your Pog. You're now giving him an extra giant reach for five. I know it's a lot, <laughs> but if you want to make this character playable, you know you have to reach for stuff like that. 
Um, I mean, he's also mystical, and mystical's got a lot of stuff going on. So I, I you could, you could yeah. run it that way too. Yeah, I personally like he's the one person. from Captain America better, the chase. Um, yes, but this guy's. Uh, I think that one was one hundred and fifty. No, he was only a hundred, but, but he, he was, was also a, he was also a chase. Yeah. So there's a difference. Um, yeah. But he's just okay. Um, I don't feel like reading this next Burry Man, but I do like him. So who wants to read um, I will his sideline actor? I will take him on. <laughs> okay, go yes. ahead. Oh, uh, yeah, he's this is Absorbing Man Prime, who I think is arguably the best Prime. Um, I think him and him and Hulk, I think, are neck and neck for me personally. Uh, it starts out with 8, 11, 18, 3, with uh, 3 range and 2 targets. Has Cosmic Energy and Massive Evil Team abilities. Uh, he starts off with Quake, Toughness, and Shape Change, but his dial is just... His, once I get into his traits, you'll see those powers aren't really important. But the, you really want him for sideline active, split into pieces. And if Absorbing Man's on your sideline at the beginning of the game and starting with you, so even if you're second player, it doesn't matter. You always you always do it first. Uh, you and your opponent each generate two fragment markers into any squares on the map, not within three squares of a starting area or another fragment marker. At the beginning of your turn, you may place each fragment marker up to two squares away from its current square. And then it has a, th a third part. All characters have free. Place a fragment marker in this character's square up to two squares away. And then the fourth part of it is if all four fragment markers are in the same square, remove them from the game and generate Absorbing Man on click number one into the last square they, the markers occupied. Uh, it's a lot of text. I know a lot of people don't think that it's, you know, going to be very good, but I think that he can actually take Destroyer's place. Because I've been doing a lot of placements and trying to make it to where if I was my opponent, how could I make it the hardest? And I've noticed that if you put one fragment in the middle, it is impossible, on smaller maps that is, uh, it is impossible for them to make it hard for you to not be able to get all those pieces together before turn three. You can get them all on turn three if they don't use the freeze. Um, and you personally want them to use the freeze, I think, uh, because you want to throw them, your opponent off Maybe have them stretch themselves to stop, not you know, to stop you from make, getting him. Uh, and his second trait, which is also really good, is uh, react to everything and become anything. At the beginning of your turn, and when Absorbing Man is attacked, you choose a standard power. Absorbing Man can use the chosen power this turn. Protected Pulse Wave. Uh, that is ridiculous. He, can, <laughs> if he gets attacked five times, he can choose five powers, and it's a Protected Pulse Wave. <laughs> so that's just you know. It, it's ridiculous. He starts out with shape change, so you can get invincible, impervious, you know, super senses, get everything with that. Um, yeah, I really like him. Uh, it's ten clicks long. I, I, I really think that there is a place in the meta for him. I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but yeah, I, I think turn three, turn four is very possible. So I think uh, so. he definitely takes the uh, the spot of destroyer in a lot of teams. I've probably played more people competitively that have forgotten an entire game to roll for destroyer than have actually rolled the the, the right way for him each time they should have. So with his tokens being on the map, I think he's a little bit easier for a lot of players to remember because you're always looking at him. That's, that's the way. That, that's exactly what I feel like too. Is that you're? It's at the beginning of your turn, so you're gonna always remember that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and just know, that he, one trait, it's, he just has to be attacked to choose a power. It doesn't have to be yeah. hit, just attacked. 
Mm -hmm. Yep. So you choose it before they even roll their dice. Oh, wait. Is that how that works? Yeah, if when he's attacked, do you choose he, someone to attack? You still would not get shape change. Um, on no, the no, first you wouldn't attack. get shape change. No, no, yeah, you don't get shape change because you, you've already that been targeted. You can't be targeted. Yeah, you've already been targeted. But yeah, you'd be able to use that for uh, before they attack. So you say someone declares the attack, and you say, "Wait, I choose impervious," and then you get it. Mm -hmm. That's yes. how that works. Yep. So the attack doesn't happen. I thought the attack had to happen from the dice roll. So it's just declaring an attack just so, so it, should, does, it, it should be when i declare when absorb man is declared to be attacked choose a power yeah that's what it is yes yeah, so, yeah. so that way it's, it's protective pulse wave so if he's a target of the pulse wave you can just say all right well i choose toughness he already has toughness obviously so um she's like in vulnerability and he's not taking damage yeah he is the prime i'm hoping to pull uh he does have the rainbowest of rainbow dials that you've ever seen in your life um <clears throat> he's just oh, kind yeah. of all over the board and he doesn't really have a bad click to be honest um i guess you oh. could potentially say click six is his worst it's 11 steel energy with 16 toughness with a three damage shape change but that is probably it <clears throat> But um, like five, he has four movement, but he also has twenty defense with you know force blast now wit. Yeah. So <laughs> but overall, I think this guy will be a fun guy, and I definitely see his place I do. in uh, some teams. A top one for sure. Uh, Starbrand, I haven't talked about one. Uh, so this guy is seventy-five points, Guardians and Cosmic Energy. He's got two traits. When Starbrand attacks one or more opposing characters with the Cosmic Keyword or have Cosmic Energy team ability, modify her combat values by plus one. When Starbrand is attacked by a character with Cosmic Keyword or has the Cosmic Energy team ability, modify her combat values by plus one. The second one is power. Choose another friendly character and a standard power Starbrand can use. Until the next turn, the chosen character can use his chosen power and modify their combat by plus one. Uh, plus one. And then attack power, range, capital, make a range attack, and all other characters within two squares of the original target also become targets. Uh, so not bad. You're getting a 6 running shot, 11 attack with that power, 18 involved with 3 damage RCE. So she is going to be a 12 for 4 or possibly a 13 for 5. So she's all about, you know, up in those values when she gets attacked by cosmic people or is attacking cosmic as well. So she's kind of situational in that part. Um, cosmic isn't that popular, but there are definitely some cosmic teams out there. But overall, she's, uh, she's fine. Surfer. Yeah. Current surfer. But I don't think yeah, yeah, you're playing her to counter surfer. No, but I think her second trait is uh, really good. Um, giving someone plus one to their combat values, and then you can give them range combat expert or like running shot. Yeah, she's fine. She's not great. Yeah. She's, she's going to be a, a fun police for sure. A fun piece, yeah. but you're not going to add her to your team to go bring to an event yeah. like a tournament. No, no, she's fun. I mean, I like that she also has guardians, so you can't actually modify her values, so that gives her a little extra bump. But five clicks mm -hmm. for seventy-five points is always it a, always a it's always a, a gamble you're like mm, this could go either really well or really bad theme format i think she can see play just because i think there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be trying some fun themes that can also be good um dan do you want to take moonstone uh sure as long as i can yeah yeah super adaptive prime's not for a bit yet yeah uh let's see all right moonstone she is 80 points she has team player. She's four range with one target. 
Uh, she's got uh, improved targeting characters. She's got a special. Uh, or she's got a trait, a special speed power, and a special defense power. The special speed power is on clicks uh, one and two. The special defense power is on clicks three and seven. Oh, she already shows as a low line. Her low line is twenty five points, where you just get clicks one and two. So that's kind of cool. Um, it's also one of those where you cr- where she crosses the red line. Red line. She's immediately KO'd, which is protected pulse wave. So that's that's good for that trait. Um, so her special speed power is um, phasing teleport stealth passenger three, but only to carry characters that share a keyword with her, regardless of size. So her keywords are celebrity, dark avengers, masters of evil, scientist, and thunderbolt. So that's kind of cool. She can carry any size of character as long as they share a keyword. I, that's pretty neat. Um, and then her special defense power is stop super senses invulnerability. Um, so she goes from She's got the double rollouts of shape change super senses with pulse wave plus the special speed power. And then she goes to running shot side blast without wit. And then her last two clicks are uh, charge super strength without wit. And she's got some invul mixed in with her stop clicks. So uh, she's interesting, but uh, don't. Maybe for 25 points, she might see some play as like a taxi. That's what I see there. Otherwise, I don't, I, I don't think anyone would play her at eight. She's cool, but. Uh, I think the most you'll see is at 25 points for that big taxi. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I like my double rollouts, but um, 25 is the way to go to her. Not much else to say about her. Uh, Ryan, why don't you take big tits McGee Morgan LeFay? <laughs> <laughs> so I was pretty excited when I saw she was going to be in the set. Um, at 100 points, she has a trait which is necromancer leadership mastermind when morgan lefay uses leadership and succeeds you may instead generate a zombie bystander the zombie bystander is a mystics with four speed sidestep nine attack 16 toughness and two damage Um, they're really just kind of tie up pieces Um, and then She's got Precision Strike with a 12 attack, an 18 special defense power, which is ESD and Super Senses, and then a damage power with 2 damage, Close Combat Expert and Power, and Probability Control. She's only a 5 range, so I'll definitely play her just uh, in quite a few fun games, um, because if you drop her to 40 points, she loses all that cool stuff, and she's now just a leadership mastermind that generates the zombie um, in 8 sidestep, 11 blank attack, 18 defense, and 3 shape change. So she kind of isn't even fun at that point, which is unfortunate. So I'll play her a decent amount at 100 for fun, just locally. But uh, that's her. Yeah, I mean, she's got good stats. Very good stats throughout her whole dial. She does some fun stuff, but 100 points, no low line. Uh, what do you mean? She has a low line. She's a uh, she's yeah, that's the forty-one. I was oh, the just, the zombie threw me off. Nearly, yeah, it's just not nearly as fun because that's all she does. Yeah, though. Sorry, I see Morgan Lefay than zombie, so I figured that was her top one. Oh, I, I I like her for forty points as just my leadership mastermind. That I mean, she's still an eleven-three, so she's not terrible, but she's there more for um, um, what's it called? Uh, zombies. Yeah, zombies in the leadership. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Oh, and I think I missed the the mind control special speed power, which is mind control is free, but only to target an adjacent character. So you can kind of just run her up uh, the ten and do the free mind control also, um, and bring your zombie with. Yeah, I got a feeling people are going to try and say, "Well, the wording says that 
it's just an adjacent character so they can use it against friendlies, and that is just not going to happen. No. So. But I can definitely see I, people I, do I that. I can already see people trying to argue that, that it doesn't say adjacent opposing character. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just... Yeah, yeah. It's, it doesn't change what mind control allows you to do. Um, yeah. It'll probably still get Narada so that people don't argue it, but it definitely still works the way it's intended to as of right now. So you definitely cannot mind control a friendly character. No, I just I just know that people try and find loopholes and rules, and yep. it, they don't exist. Um, Miles, why don't you take Super Adaptoid, That's then Dan, you can take Super Adaptoid Prime. Right, uh, Super Adaptoid is going to be uh, 150 points. He's got team player, five range, one target. His keywords are armor and robot. I uh, starts out with 7, 12, 18, 4 with uh, special attack, defense, and damage, and sidestep. Uh, got one trait, which is shape change. And uh, Super Adaptoid can use the effect of all equipment equipped to opposing characters in range of line of fire. It's very important that he's a giant for that. Um, he has uh, attack, hammer, and hex bolts, which gives him energy explosion, force blast, and quake. And if he has 150 points when it uses energy explosion or quake, you may choose a targeted character. Opposing characters within two squares in line of fire of the chosen character become targets as well. Uh, which That just sounds really good. Uh, defense is shield and density shift. Uh, free. Choose one to use until your next turn. If he is 150 points, choose two, and that's energy shield deflection and pervious super senses. Uh, it's another great thing. And then his damage power, arrows and iron fists, free, choose one until your next turn. Uh, if he's 150, you choose two. Let's modify attack and damage plus one. Super adaptoid deals penetrating damage, or when super adaptoid attacks, opposing characters can't use shape change or super senses. I think that he is going to see a lot of play, even in modern, just for the trait of ignoring shape change and super senses, being able to use all equipment within his range and line of fire. I really like him. I really hope he be as viable at 150 because he looks like a very cool I piece. Think, yeah, at 150, I think he's, yeah. When you're reading it and you get to choose two of all of those options when yeah. you play them at 150, it just sounds really good. It's hard to play a 150-point piece, so you really got to make a good team. <laughs> but he's uh, armor I and really robot. hope he does. <laughs> so it, it's the theme. It's going to be hard for that, I think. Mm, I don't I don't know. I think I think you could make that work. I, I think Robot's still got some options out there. I'd like to see Robot get stronger, so I mean, this might yeah. be the start. I mean, it's half of a team right there, so just a well, couple more good pieces. In Silver Age, he can be really dumb because you can give him at 150, you can go ahead and play uh, what, 150 point or the the 100 point, um, what's his name, uh, Vision Prime, and then also throw in the 40 point uh, Mezo from the JLU set, and you also can you can throw any equipment on someone. Oh yeah, that's not bad. I think I might try just throwing him on with danger room constructs and just use those yes. as pieces as yeah. you can kind of scoot him in. So like Mystique and Sebastian Shaw, Silver, you start getting yeah. Sabretooth and Magneto. So you can kind of fill out your team pretty well with those pieces. I, I, I do think that he has a lot of potential. I really hope he does. <laughs> oh, well, at 150, he looks really good on paper. It's just, is it going to translate? That's where the, the real question is. Because he's yeah, like that weird. War of the Realms Spider-Man where you look at him and you're like, oh, 
this guy's S tier. And then it's things just, don't go right. Yeah, it's just <laughs> not there. Quite there yet, yeah. What about <clears throat> Super Adaptoid Prime's potential, Dan? All right, so um, I'm not sure about her. Uh, so this is uh, Silk in the in the armor. So this is a uh, Spider-Man family version of Super Adaptoid. So she is 140 or I think she's yeah 80 points. 80 points starts on click number four. So you get three extra clicks for the 140 points. Uh, she has Spider-Man family TA. She's five range, two targets. She also has flight. Uh, but she's a standard size. She's not a giant. Um, she has a trait, a special attack power, and a special damage power. Her attack power is on clicks one and two, and then five through eight. And then her special damage is clicks one through four. So the special, uh, or the trait is Invincible Super Senses Super Strength, and it's capital Safeguard Outwit. So I'm pretty sure that gives her just Safeguard Outwit across the board. Since it's not war case. Yes. Yeah, safeguard yeah. outwit. Yeah, that's so that's, that's, yeah. D- that's dope. You're just not out. Like I have fully protected powers all the way through. That is amazing. Um, her her attack power is when super adaptoid hits. If the attack roll was doubled after resolutions, you may have a hit character unequip any equipped equipment, then make a bolt or a capital close terrain attack as free, targeting the character regardless of adjacency. When she does, she may treat any one terrain marker, including objects within range and line of fire, as held. So, pretty cool. She gets to basically make two attacks. Um, it has to be doubles, so again, it's kind of random, but um, it's just a cool effect when it happens. Um, and she's still on 11-4 top dial, and at 80 points, she's a 10-3, but she does get the uh, her special um, damage power helps, because it's RCE, and then when Super Adaptoid is given a range of destroy action, after resolutions, you may place her in a square that was less occupied by the destroyed terrain, if you do make a range attack. So she can Kind of poof, which is cool. So she, you know, shoots, destroys the terrain, um, and then poofs to that spot and then can make an additional range attack. So it's not, I don't think that's bad. Uh, I'm just not sure about her potential. I like her a lot, um, but that attack power is very random. Um, but the, just the amount of power she has, top dial or just down her dial, that, and I think she's incredibly tanky. Um, could be helpful, but I just I don't know. I, I need to play test her and see how it goes. Did you mention that she's got the super super senses with the Spider Man? Oh, TA? sorry, I, I should have because she does have super senses and she has the Spider Man, so she's got invincible super senses all the way through her dial, and then she also gets uh willpower top dial for the first five clicks, and then she goes to combat reflexes. All with uh, the safeguard outwit, yeah, which is yep. pretty cool. She reminds me a lot of the Spider-Man Prime where you really have to think a lot when you're using her. So yep. her potential's there, but she's definitely not just like a point-and-play piece. You have to be pretty good. Yeah, my thing too is I want to... I think she needs an equipment just to like give her a bit of a boost. It doesn't even have to be something ridiculous. It's just she needs a little bit something. I mean, at 140 points, she's at 12.5, uh, which is not bad by any means, and I just think the amount of damage you have to do to her to actually kill her is a lot. But 80 points might just be better. If you're doing 140 points, I don't think there's anything wrong with adding another 10 points of equipment, especially since she's got safeguard outwit. Yeah, exactly, because you're pretty much keeping whatever powers that grants. So Yeah. I mean, you can so. go ahead and Wonder Woman bracelets to go ahead and make it a 3 through 6. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, I guess I was I was looking for more uh, make her deadlier because she's already really tanky. 
So I was just thinking of how can I make her deadlier. <clears throat> yeah, there's silver, of course, there's better ways. I just don't know if there's equipment now. I do like her, though, at 140. Yeah, so, she's something I definitely want to play test, and she's just going to be a, a piece that we'll see locally probably a lot from me. <laughs> With the regular super adaptoid, I'm looking for a different point value line. Is it just his regular? Uh, he's got he's got a low line. He's got a 100-point line that starts off. No, I, just, I can't find the starting click because it clicks Nexus doesn't show it. Oh, units doesn't show oh it. it doesn't. Oh, doesn't show it. I think it's click three or four is where it goes, okay. I think, if I'm not mistaken. Click four like is said. the starting one for super. Yeah, they, there you go. Okay. And then the last super rare is the Clea Sorcerer Supreme, 150 points, defenders and mystical, five range, triple target. First or only trait is opposing characters not within Clea Sorcerer Supreme's range can't target friendly characters within Clea Sorcerer Supreme. So that's pretty big. It's kind of like a bishop. Uh, where you just can't target them if you're if you're not within her five, you can also perplex that down three times if you wanted to to a two, and they just have to literally be next to your entire team to um, <clears throat> hit anybody because it's not within line of fire; it's just within her range. So that's really good. Uh, she does have an attack power, which is Psychic Blast. When Clea Sorcerer Supreme makes a ranged attack after resolutions, give each opposing character damage by the attack by the attack a flame token if they don't have one already at the beginning of your turn deal each character with a flame token one penetrating damage when a character clears action tokens remove any flame tokens from it and then she uh, so she's definitely getting the pumpkin bombs <laughs> yeah and then yeah she has running shot with probs so you definitely are probably hitting with that and then she has two stop clicks on clicks three and eight which are stop invincible and super senses so pretty good uh, i don't think you're playing at 150 because you're getting value at 80 as well you're getting the same speed the same attack and you are keeping prob but you're just losing invincible yeah but you get senses which isn't bad either no i think it's she's more playable at 80 than 150 for sure uh, she'll see play for sure for sure um so yeah She's, she's, I'm curious what people do with her because she's one of those that's like, again, it's a it's a specific play style, so because you can people can't scare her in any way, correct? Correct? Uh, no, because he has to be able to target. Well, actually, wait, can he draw a line of? I no, I think he can still get it. Opposing characters in the range can't target. Uh, no, because he's just drawing line of fire from someone. He's still not within her range. Yeah, so that yeah, you can't actually scarab her. So you can't scarab her? No, because he he had he would have to be within her five to be able to use his power. Otherwise he still can't target them no matter what. Yeah, so it's kinda of, it's basically what the prime bishop did, just double the points. Mm, she he, she does a lot of other A lot stuff. more, but it's the same mechanic, pretty much. It just it helps out and a you get lot a prime more. Back. And oh, what? Yeah, you get your prime. Oh yeah, you get your prime back. You get yeah. Your prime swap, so yeah. Yeah. All right, on to the chases. So all these chases work together. They're kind of like the Doom chases where you can swap them out, but unlike the Doom chases, which were at the beginning of the game, you can swap these guys at the beginning of your turn. Or no, at any time during your turn. Anytime of your turn. Yep. So anytime during your turn, uh, but you do keep like the action tokens and stuff like that. We've talked about this in our Discord, so like... Well, actually, let's clarify that. So if you were to... I don't know if any of them have the same power. Let's say they do have 
Actually, where is he? Um, Iron Inquisitor, does he have... No. Um, so if you outwit with Black Skull and you were to swap into another one of these that has a pro, um, an outwit, which no. you, don't think, you can't do double no. outwit. No, it's the, well. Yeah, wait. You yeah, can. You, yes, you can. But, but it, they get that power outwit. back. Yeah, True. the outwit would be gone. So you still would. You'd be in the same position you were before you swapped them. Yeah. Yeah. What did we say? You can't do the same free action with them. No, it's the same character. Like, yeah, they're different characters, so you can do. Yeah, you can't do the same. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Uh, how's it? It's there's like the costed action stuff. Like basically, if if they've yeah. done costed action, you swap them. They can't do another costed action because yeah. they're they're the character's been already technically given a costed action that's coming in for the person that swapped out. Okay. Um. So Black Skull, he is a hundred points. He has the multiverse Masters of Evil, which they all have. So that's the last time well, we'll talk about it. All of these characters are either a I think a hundred or fifty, if I'm not mistaken. That seems about right, yeah. Uh, So he has two other traits, plasticity and super senses. If Black Skull is within four squares, a lot of fire of an opposing character, he can't be targeted by the attack, so that symbiotic uh, trait that a lot of people have. Siege, leadership, shape change when Black Skull uses it, or uses leadership and succeeds. After resolutions, you may generate a war machine bystander, and those are a four sidestep, 10 second or 10 energy explosions, 16 toughness, one damage, but they are giants, so they're not bad. They also have the Masters of Evil team ability. And then he has a speed power, which is charge, flurry, stealth, giant reach two. Uh, long dial, nine clicks. He's got blades, he's got mastermind. He ends with some charge and some steel energy with combat reflexes. You're probably not playing him um, on your map unless you really need that charge flurry, but you are probably starting him on the map and then hoping to get a free. Uh, war machine after you swap them out. I'm guessing that's kind of the strategy you would go with this guy. Uh, he doesn't I mean, have giant reach I too. I don't think he's that bad, honestly. I mean, he's he's got a lot of powers going on. I mean, charge flurry is not exactly bad, especially with if you start him at 50, he's got exploit. So charge flurry exploit with blades, I don't think is bad. No, they're, none of these are bad. They're all, I guess, a better way of saying it is situational. So if you, you know, if you want that charge flurry stealth giant reach two, he's definitely an option for you. Or maybe you guys are being hit down a little bit and he, there's one click where he has flurry steel energy and you want to heal up to, there you go. So I don't think any of these guys are bad, but definitely some are better than others, but they're all playable in certain situations. Um, The fact that you just get free by, or not free bystanders, but but the potential of getting free bystanders with this guy is also potential. But I do think he is probably the one you start with on the map just to get that free one right away because mm-hmm. you can't obviously... Could you swap him first and then leadership, or would he have to be on the map? No, because no, the, yeah. the the swap is a free, so that would be after the beginning of turn phase, okay. so you would not be able to actually leadership after the fact. I thought so. So, yeah, you'd have to be beginning of the game, or he'd have to stay on the map... Um, for one turn, leadership, then swap out. So there's potential there. Um, for well, no, his his thing is just if Black Skull began the turn on the map, it's just a free. So you can roll your leadership and then free swap him out after that. Yeah, is that what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm saying he is. You can't swap in the leadership to get this guy. You'd have to have him. Oh, stay you're on talking the about map. if he was on your sideline. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, so he's definitely not bad. He's got some. He's got great stats. I mean, he's never below a ten. He's never below a seventeen defense. Uh, never goes below three damage. So he definitely has uh, his uses. Um, Dark Phoenix, but I don't know. Do you, pro- you're probably not playing any of these guys at a hundred. You're probably playing them at fifty. Oh yeah, no, I never play. Them yeah, at competitively, definitely not. I'll be playing probably every single one of them at a hundred points at some time just for fun. Yeah. Um, one thing I really like about this chase theme is that they kind of create this really cool super team, um, but they're all very cool pieces to kind of have as the centerpiece of other teams, which is what the team up cards kind of do. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm only playing, I'm only gonna get two of them, but the what even what they offer with just the swap, even with just two of them, like so you want to have at least I would think two of them, even if they even if you don't want all of them, still having uh, even two of them that you can swap is just. That's really good, and their team up cards are all really good. So, like they yeah. they do change. If you like playing theme, the team up cards plus these guys are really really good. If you they do lose the ability to swap if you choose the team up card, um, but if you don't play the team up card, uh, you can have like a, like with this guy, you can do a Hydra theme team, and then have any of the other Masters of Evil on your sideline and just swap them in on your Hydra theme team later on. Yeah, and still get the uh, that bonus as long as you don't play the. Uh, the card or the team up card. Yep. Uh, next one we have is Dark Phoenix. She has a speed power, hypersonic speed. When she is given a move action after resolutions, choose one. Move up to two friendly care or other friendly characters with the brute keyword up to half their speed value, or a friendly character with the brute keyword may make an attack. Very good. She has a attack power, poison and steel energy, and a defensive power, which is stop, senses, regen. When this click is revealed after resolutions, you may place a friendly character with the brute keyword into a square target to Dark Phoenix. So, Brute, Genesis, and APOC, let your imaginations roam. Um, <clears throat> she's got support. <clears throat> she's got uh, psychic blasts. Uh, she's very good. She's a, more of a support piece than an attacker, but she is also an attacker as well. Yeah, you still don't want to get close to her with a seven range and two bolts. Still, um, power cosmic masters of evil. She's definitely going to be one of the chases that sees the most time on the board of all the chases. Yeah, and probably the best looking sculpt out of all the chases. Yes, very cool. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a beauty to see in person. That thing's amazing. They really can't make a bad phoenix sculpt. I can't think of one that they've made that's not good with the flames behind her. Um, uh, yeah, and she's got Brute with uh, Prime Hole. So there's your free move. Yep. Destroy. Yeah. Um, next one is King Killmonger. He's probably my favorite. Ryan, you actually pulled him because you paid for him. <laughs> uh, time, <laughs> yeah. Time's a couple, so I'll let you talk about King. Uh, so King Killmonger is definitely up there as far as the chases that people want to pull. Um, he is the same thing with the 100 points or 50 points, but you're playing him competitively at 50. Um, he does have two bolts, five range. Um, the only negative to him at 50 is that he starts with his sidestep seven speed instead of his special speed power. Um, but top dial is seven sidestep, 11 pensai, 18 impervious, and three exploit weakness. Uh, this is his 50 point dial. Uh, he has a trait, which is hacking in your pretty little pieces which is traded willpower uh, for all characters with this trait when King Killmonger and or one of the more uh, or more adjacent friendly characters would be hit by an opposing equipped character, roll a d6. 
4 through 6, the attacker misses all targets instead. And the crazy thing about this is that it's protected pulse waves. So even if you have adjacent friendly characters next to you, um, this isn't getting turned off. So you can still roll it if the attacker that's pulse waving is equipped. Um, and then if he does get hit uh, a little bit, either onto 2 or 3 or his last click, he's got charge, running shot, sidestep. And then a special attack power, which is blades, precision strike, steel energy, and giant reach 2. Um, so he's a very cool piece. Um, I think he's probably the most sought after, just short of the ultra chase. Does that sound right? Yeah. I think Dark Phoenix is also pretty sought after. I feel like him and Dark Phoenix are up there for being probably the more sought after pieces. Yeah, they're both uh, probably although, the top one. Although, honestly, I think Ghost Goblin's making a run for it too now. I think he's picked up and. Part of that is just it's a crazy sculpt that looks amazing, and he's not oh, bad. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, and then Kill, uh, Killmonger's team-up card is Masters of Evil and Wakanda. If King Killmonger is on the listed theme team, friendly characters can use blades. If they can already use blades, when they use it, increase the damage dealt by one. So, um, yeah, he's definitely one of the top chases. I'm happy I pulled him in the brick that I got early. Uh, he was fun to play in our big game also. He kind of helped my whole team last longer in the middle of everything. Um, <clears throat> Miles or Dan, who wants Doom Supreme? Uh, I can take Doom. Okay. Uh, so Doom Supreme, he is also 150 points. He is six range with Master Beetle and Means of Doom. Um, he's got two traits, a special defense and a special damage power. His, he's got the first one is the swap power for the trait. And the second trait is opposing characters within range that were not part of your opponent's starting force. Can't use protected outwit or safeguard. So I think that's pretty big. I mean, just being able to take away anyone that's power cosmic is pretty huge. So, um, I think that's where he, that's part of where he'll see some value. Uh, his special defense is on his last four clicks, so that's six through nine. It's Invuln, Mastermind, Regeneration, Protected Outwit, um, and his special damage power he has his entire dial. So it's Leadership, Protected Outwit, when an opposing character within range uses Outwit, Perplex, or Prob, after resolutions, choose one. Remove an action token from a friendly character, heal a friendly character one click, or Doom Supreme can use, can use the used power until he chooses again. So uh, that's pretty good. I mean, he doesn't have, like, super high range, but still... Um, just the fact that anytime you use one of those three support powers, he can get it or do something else is, is pretty big. Um, so he starts with, uh, for 50 points, he unfortunately starts with Force Blast, Pulse Wave, um, Invincible, and then the damage power. And then he shifts to Force Blast, uh, Energy Explosion, and his last two clicks are Running Shot, Energy Explosion. So you'd have to figure out how to give him moving attack, maybe with, like, the Cloak for a sidestep. I don't know. Um... He's interesting, but I just I think he's more of a um, a niche piece, so I don't know if he'll see as much play. But I think he'll at least make the sideline for people with swaps. So, yeah, situational, he's very useful, but yeah, he's probably not going to be just hanging out on the board like the other two. Yeah, exactly. He he's got some really interesting things that he can pull off, but at the same time. Um, he doesn't start with all the good powers that you want. Like he's got a couple good powers, but I think it's the lack of movement attack that really hurts him at fifty, unfortunately. Yeah, and honestly, with their gimmick of shifting in and out, it makes it hard to equip them because they're yeah. dropping stuff too. Yeah, exactly. So that's the thing is that if you start him equipped, then it's like, well, then do you actually want to swap him out? 
Um, let me see. Uh, let me grab his team up card here. They did do him a little dirty by giving him just force blast and not running shot or at least like at least just, sidestep. Yeah, at least sidestep. I was surprised by side. Uh, so his team of card is Latveria or Masters of Evil, and he's if he's on the, the theme team, friendly characters have minions of doom, and if they already have it, they heal two instead when they use the minions of doom team ability, which is uh, when you kill someone, you heal a click, so then they would heal two. So not not a bad team up. Um, if Latveria picks up again like it did before for a little bit, I mean, he might have some interest on there. I don't know. Um. Let's do Ryan's favorite, Kid Thanos. But Miles, why don't you talk about Kid Thanos? Yes. I actually like this character. Not, I'm mad that I like him. <laughs> yeah, he's 100, 150 points. It's just the same. Uh, he's got five range, triple target. Uh, at 100 points, he starts 8, 12, 19, 3 with a special uh, speed and image. Speed power is uh, phasing teleport passenger 4. And when Kid Thanos is given a move action after resolutions, you deal one damage to each adjacent opposing character. And he has a stop click on his last click and click three. It's his energy shield deflection, regeneration, and toughness. Then his special damage power is probability control. And when Kid Thanos uses it to reroll an opposing attack roll, if the attack misses after resolutions, give the attacker an action token. that this is going to be one of the main ones that you're going to start on your team, uh, especially like on Cosmic. Uh, that Passenger 4, that can do damage. Like it, You can't just, you know, ignore that. I one thing it, I do think tactic. that we're going to see more of is passenger, like high passenger pieces uh, because of other pieces like, um, what's his name, Absorbing Man, who do a ton of damage and have some longevity but just don't have the speed to get there by themselves. So I think that taxis are going to be making a comeback, which is what makes him so yeah. good. Yeah, overall, I think yeah, he's I, just a, he's not even just good on Masters of Evil. He's just a good overall support figure. Yeah, I think he'll make a splash on the scientists for a while until they yeah. lose some theme, too. But yeah, his, his, uh, I think he's got up. the worst team-up card, though. It is. It's like, yeah, all it does is if he's on a listed theme team of Masters of Evil or Scientist, uh, friendly characters have safeguard opposing perplex. Like that. Yeah, they could have made that so much better. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. You're you're not really perplexing, except unless you're sinister or um sinestro perplexing um opposing characters. No, that's not. I think you'll play honestly, him on a scientist, but you won't play the team up. Yeah, I think you put him on a scientist team, and then you just have Masters of Evil on the sideline to bring in. Uh, next one we have is the Hound, who I honestly think they made an error on his dial. I. I'm willing to bet that he has three clicks of a defense power on clicks three, six, and ten or nine. That is reflexes, senses, and toughness, but it's not a stop click. I honestly think that's a misprint, and he's going to get a rata, and that's going to be stop clicks. Mm, I don't know, because there's a Wolverine from the, whatchamacallit, that has a lot of those, like, he has the special defense power from the slop um, X of Swords. He doesn't, obviously, he, it would be. He, better if he started with it but i don't know i don't i don't think that because he heals a lot so i don't know if that's that's the case i'm willing to bet that that was just a misprint it just it they seem out of place 
and random. Like, if you're going to make a power like that, I feel like they should be grouped together like uh, Doom Supreme has, not just randomly put in there throughout his... Cl- his, his it's every dial. third click. So yeah. it's, you know... Honestly, that might have been the original design, but then they decided to take them out when they needed to make all these pieces 50 points because it was too good at 50 points. Yeah, yeah. two stop clicks for 50 yeah. points is really, really good. Like With those stats, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, and the, again, his damage power allows him to heal every time he takes damage. So you're have a high chance of just landing on that click from taking damage and then healing back onto it. So every time, maybe that was honestly, maybe that was the, uh, the, what they added instead of doing the stop click or something too. You don't know. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah, There's no way that they have that. Yeah. There's no way that there's that damage power and that stop click. (laughs) You have to outwit that damage power and then that's the only way you're going to be able to do damage to him. Cause if yeah, that's worse than the, uh, that's yep. worse than the pre-errata soul sword. Yep, that's true. It's just they seem very out of place to me. But anyways, um, he has a trait in power when Hound attacks an opposing character that has been hit this turn by another friendly character that shares a keyword with him. Modify attack plus one if he shares a keyword with his Phoenix Force. Modify attack by plus two. Uh, we talked about the defensive power. And like I said, his damage power is exploit weakness, battle fury but may still be carried by friendly characters with the Masters of Evil keyword. When the Hound takes damage, after resolution, you may heal him one click. So you can't even poison this guy because nothing's really going to no. happen. Nope. You have to outwit that. That's the only way. Yep. Um, so overall, good. Again, uh, he starts with Flurry Blades, which is always good for an exploit weakness. So it is very situational to um, use this guy. You mean, you mean Charge Blades, right? No, on his 50, at least this one says oh, Flurry Blades. Ah. Sorry, I was looking at the wrong dial. Yeah, yeah, okay. So that's interesting that he doesn't start with uh, any movement attack, but uh, he's, I feel like he's just there to be annoying, especially with the Empower. So. Yeah, and his team... You, you swap into him, I think. Yeah, that's what you do, is you bring someone up, and then you swap into him for him to Flurry. Yeah, and give out Empower as well. That's not a bad, yeah. bad combo. And his team-up card, if he's on a Masters of Evil or X-Men... Um, team if they already I'm sorry, friendly characters have X-Men team ability. If they already have X-Men team ability, when they use it, increase the result of the roll by one. So you're only taking damage on I can never remember. No, uh, I can never remember. Is it five or six or one? It's one or two you take a damage. So I guess one you take a damage on. Um, One through four. Is it one through four? Oh, I'm thinking. No, I don't like the power. Yeah, though. it's like you have to roll for like impervious, basically five, six to succeed. So. Yeah, I'm thinking of um, Kingdom Come Hyper Time. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's okay. So it's four, or five, or six to not take a damage when you heal. Yeah, obviously without the keyword cheating, this team of card gives them X Men because he normally doesn't. So I like that little taste. I wish they did that with a few of the other chases. Give them a different keyword for their team-up card just to change it up. Yeah, actually, you literally have to put him on a Genesis APOC team to give him an X-Men theme team. Yeah. Because he doesn't have X-Men keyword. That's interesting. The team-up team gives up it card. to him, but yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, the team-up just gives it to him. Wait. Yeah. If Hound is on a listed theme team, but if he's... 
on the just look at his keywords. He has it like it's it's an added keyword to his keywords. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Team of Card, yeah, gives him that extra keyword. Okay. I was like, that's a useless power if you don't. Oh have yeah, yeah. It's, Genesis it's on, and Apoc. It's on the team up card when you so when you swap the card, he gain, he already has the X Men keyword. All right. Um, Ghost Goblin, Ryan, you want to talk about him? Sure. Ghost Goblin, uh, same thing with the 150. Let's just go over his 50. So at 50 points, he is a 5 range, 2 bolts, Masters of Evil and Sinister Syndicate team abilities. He's got an 8 running shots, 11 special attack power, which is energy explosion, poison, Improved targeting, destroys blocking, and Ghost Goblin deals penetrating damage. So that goes for any attack or poison. He then has 17 ESD and then a 3 perplex on the top dial for 50 points. Uh, Later on, he gets a special defense power, which is ESD, regeneration, and super senses. And then also a special damage power, which is perplex and outwit. And once per turn, when Ghost Goblin uses either to target an opposing character, after resolutions, he may deal one damage to an opposing character adjacent to the targeted character. So he's uh, he's kind of a cool piece that you're easily able to switch in later and still poison after you've done the uh, the switch because that's not something that carries over. Um, and then the obviously the perplex is good. He's kind of cool on a Sinister Syndicate team which is his team-up, and his team-up is if he's on Masters of Evil or Sinister Syndicate, uh, then he friendly characters have the Sinister Syndicate team ability, and if they already have the Sinister Syndicate team ability, when they use it, modify their attack plus one. So that's uh, pretty good for uh, that team-up card as well. And I know people are talking about thinking that him and the Iron Spider Prime stack they don't because it's not a beginning of the game effect you don't have one effect happens they both at during a force construction they either have it printed on it or they don't so if you don't have it printed on the dial they do not get that plus one to their attack i know a lot of people have been trying to find that loophole thinking that since you get the sinister syndicate from iron spider then goblin gives everyone the plus one to their attack well, I mean, you do have to you do have to use the TA in order to get the plus one as well. So there's there's that portion of it at least. Yeah. They're just thinking like you know if you have like a flash like it's giving your uh, um, it's called uh, your constructs a twelve attack. They don't automatically become um, a plus you know a thirteen or whatever because the constructs oh. did not already have. Oh yeah. Yeah, because that's what a lot of people are trying to say. They're trying to say that they should they stack together that since one gives them his friendly characters that and the other one benefits and that's not how it works um miles what'd you take the iron inquisitor i can't say that word just take him anyway <laughs> you don't like you don't, yeah, you don't like inquisitor. i can't do cues today for some reason inquisitor all right, I okay, it's 50 point line. Uh, it starts with uh, 8, 10, 18, 3 with four range, two targets. Got the Master of Evil and Shield team ability uh, with TK, stealth, special defense, and special damage. He uh, has a trait free. You choose a character in your KO area and choose a standard power printed on that character's card. Iron Inquisitor can use the chosen power until you choose again. Uh, then you have special defense, which is impervious but can reduce penetrating damage. 
Adjacent friendly characters can use Mastermind, but only to choose characters with the Masters of Evil keyword. Perplex, uh, when I Inquisitor use it to target another friendly character, that character can use probability control until your next turn. I, I think that he, you might want to start him on the map. Uh, he's got the TK. I think he's being slept on. People don't think he's good, and they're absolutely wrong. Uh, also, his team up is really good. So. Yeah, that's why. Yes, yeah, his team up is what Master of Evil and Shield. Shield, yeah. Yeah, and if he and if he's on it, then the minimum range for outwit perplex and probability control for all friendly characters is seven. And with the new rules of it being four, that is huge. He's a great support piece. He offers a lot. Yes. And I think that armor for the Council of Red, where he's able to choose a character in a KO area, I think that is really, really good for him <laughs> to be able to pick powers. Uh, I I really like him. I mean, at least you're getting something for when they're dead. Like, you don't want characters to yeah, die, obviously, but at least you're getting something out of it. And then he also is able to bring in, I know people think that it's, they call it the poor man's destroyer, because you give up 10 points, but he has Stark Industries, and that rare war machine... I think is is really worthwhile to get on the sidelines. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it ends, ends with end cap, uh, perplex, regen, and force blast. But yeah, I mean, again, good values, um, and he just yeah. can just keep picking powers like crazy. And uh, yeah. the perplex is nice, and. Uh, I mean, just the fact of giving your, like, main attacker prob when you perplex them is yeah. like, I'm going to perplex your attack, and now you also have prob to ho hopefully try to guarantee this hit. So, I mean, that's pretty big. Yeah. And the synergy with that, too, so you perplex your attacker that has, like, running shot or charge that can carry. You can charge and running shot with them, prob it, and then you can swap him in, or, like, the ghost goblin, and then poison, penetrating. Mm -hmm. So... Yep. Uh, last chase out of this bunch is Thor. Dan, why don't you take him? Sure. So he is 50 points. He is, what is that, six clicks long? Um, so he starts with sidestep, uh, side blast, invuln, and three damage RCE. Uh, so he's at 8, 11, 18, 3. Uh, he's got the swap trait. His second trait is enhancement. If another friendly character that shares a keyword with Thor took damage... I'm going to attack since your last turn, modify defense plus one. If the shared keyword is Phoenix Force, modify defense plus two. So he's much more of a defensive utility piece. Um, he also has a stop click on his last click, which is tough. stop toughness. Free KO Thor. If you do choose a friendly character and roll a D6, heal the chosen character equal to half the result. If the chosen character has the master of evil keyword, don't half the result. I kind of wish that was if they just shared a keyword with him, but that'd probably be too good if that was the case. Um, his team up is also really good. So it is Master of Evil and as Guardian. So if he is on the listed theme team, when a friendly character deals damage, that damage can't be reduced below two. So that means your energy explosion is sticking. You're just like, I'm just going to energy explode your whole team and you're all taking two damage. Yep, it's Uber Precision Strike. Yeah, so I think, he, I mean, he's probably one of the worst chases, to be fair. Um, no, hang on. He, How hard was he, it for you to say that, Dan? Uh, He's used to it by now. <laughs> He's getting good at it. <laughs> um, thanks, thanks, y'all. That's great. And Cloud's gonna go crawl in my corner now. Thank you. Um, but uh, I mean, that's that's the thing is like he's not bad necessarily, right? But it's just the fact that he doesn't do the same thing that some of the others do, 
Like, his defensive stuff is good. Having traded enhancement, he's already a range piece. But he's, he'll be good on the sideline just to swap. Um, but I don't... He won't He won't definitely be main force by a lot of... He, won't, he definitely just won't make the main force. So, no, he'll, he's, just, he's just interesting. And I was okay with it because, I mean, we get a decent chunk of Thors. And this one is just a very different cloth, which I'm fine with. I mean, I, I don't want just a bunch of cookie cutter of the same type of piece. So that's what I, I was happy about. So, yeah, he's definitely a, a nice option to have. Problem is with the new rules, there's what eight of these guys. So you can only have six in your sideline. So real quick, wait, one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, yeah, but if eight, you're, there's but nine, if you're, but, if you're, but if you're building, I mean, that's the, I think you would cut it down anyway, honestly. Also, that you're going to have some on your main force. So true, 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 true. Um, if you're putting, uh, yeah, if you're putting on four at, or five at fifty points, that's already five of the nine. Then you throw on Mephisto and then maybe equipment or something else. So nine's kind of an. I know there's an ultra chase in this, but nine's kind of an odd number for chases. Well, they they break it up specifically eight in one ultra chase. Yeah, I was gonna say, isn't it eight with one ultra chase? Yeah. yeah, they definitely break it up. Is it eight? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I got nine chases, including the ultra chase. Ten with the ten with the ultra chase. Are you sure? Black Skull, Dark Phoenix, King Killmonger, Doom, Kid Thanos, Hound, Ghost Goblin, Iron, and oh, Thor. Yeah. There's nine. Yeah, you're right. There is nine. Never mind. That's that. just an odd number to me. Yeah, because they usually break it up, and they specifically then would say, it must in the solicit say nine and one, which is weird. Yeah. Um, I, I think that uh, it, it's crazy yeah. with how we have a smaller amount of chases in this set, but from the pre-releases and everyone opening their cases, it seems like the chase-case ratio is better than like Avengers Forever or Batman Team-Up. We, uh, I think it's just people wanting to get them out and get money for them. <laughs> yeah, we opened 24 boosters, so it was two and a half bricks, and we pulled two chases and two primes. So either one of those bricks had a chase and a prime, or the four boosters we pulled from the other one had one of those in there, which I think is correct because out of the other six that were bought, I don't think there was a prime or a chase pulled out of that. Yeah, yeah, there was. There was a super prime floor. Sure, yeah. No, um, but that, so out of the two. No, that was out of the, the other cases, brick that uh, Ryan bought out of. The two cases that we had at the pre-release up there was the uh, Iron Inquisitor um, case, and the, that's the one that comes with the super rare Thor. And then the other case is the Black Skull one that comes with the prime Iron Man. And that's oh, yeah. the one that we got at pre-release on Monday down at our store. Okay, so oh, I actually great. am seeing a lot more of just one chase and one prime in this set. Um, I think the only one that I know of that comes with two chases is the Mephisto on one brick and Ghost Goblin in the other brick, I believe, is a case. Someone was saying those two come in the same brick. Is it the same brick? I know they're, I've That's seen they seeing. come in the same case. I don't know if they're yeah. in the same brick or The same ones. brick. That's, that must be a different brick because uh, Ghost Goblin wasn't pulled by a porter, so... Uh, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, it's true. There yeah. are some very subtle variations in some of these cases, especially when mm -hmm. it comes to the primes. Um, sometimes they'll sneak in a different like super rare or something like that instead of the primes in some of the cases. But for the most part, they're all the same. Uh, and then the last one we're going to go through because I don't have time to do the uh, legacy cards, but that is Mephisto. He is the ultra chase homeless man, Mephisto. Um, he does a lot. He is all about coming in off the sideline. I, he really is a destroyer deterrent because if you call in destroyer, yep. he just comes right next to him and he's got plasticity. How does plasticity and giants work together? Is it just normal breakaway for giants? It's still six. It's still six? No, it is. Yeah, it's still a six. Okay. It, yeah. So if you're lucky enough to pull Mephisto, he is on your sideline because if they do have Destroyer, he just basically, I mean, doesn't shut down Destroyer, but he doesn't let Destroyer, you know, snipe one of your guys. He, he oh, he does him. shut him down. If you have if if Mephisto's on your sideline and like you hit your opponent, then it brings in um, Destroyer, you bring him off to your sideline, outwit impervious poison. He's now back to the sideline. That's a hundred percent. I get that. Okay, that's fair. But if if it's if he's coming in on not your turn, destroyer can still do what he wants yeah. to do because he's a a giant, so doesn't need yeah, he to. Can still, yeah, he can still shoot over it. Yeah. Yeah, or punch because he's big. So I mean, it's yeah. Like yes, mm -hmm. he he's very good against destroyer, but I wouldn't necessarily say like I would still a hundred times or like ten out of ten times call in destroyer regardless if this person's playing it's just on the sideline. Yeah, I mean you're still gonna get your sidestep breakaway, so it is a six, but it is still one that you have a chance of getting away at. But um, who wants to go over this guy? He's got a lot of text. Miles. All right, Miles. Uh, yeah, see, oh, yeah, uh, I, yeah, I thought Ryan was going to want him. Uh, it's yeah. too much. Uh, <laughs> I like him. He's really yeah. good. <laughs> Ashes of Evil and Mystics, 30 points, 5 range. Uh, it's got 8, 11, 17, 3 with uh, Plasticity, Poison, Super Senses, and then a Special Defense Power, which is Outwit, Probability, Control, and Shape Change. The reason why you really want him is uh, he has improved targeting characters and his several traits. Uh, please, we're partners now. Sideline active. When a character leaves a sideline, after resolutions, you may generate Mephisto from your sideline adjacent to that character, even if he wasn't placed on your sideline for this effect. If that character was opposing, Mephisto has immune until your next turn. Mephisto can't be included on your sideline during force construction. Uh, as the Eternal Evil, when he is KO'd, you add him to your sideline instead of removing him from the game. Even if he previously left your sideline for a different effect, he is still scored, protected pulse wave. Uh, and then he has a once per turn when another character leaves the sideline. After resolutions, you may heal one click on a friendly character or remove an action token from a friendly character. If the character that left a sideline has the Masters of Evil keyword, you may choose both. Uh, so the first trait you're really going to be using uh, for X-Men Swap. Uh, I give you a 330-point team. You get free 30 points. And yeah, that's that's the main thing. I know a lot of people have been trying to uh, tinker with it, try and get it multiple times, but luckily it was changed to where you lose keyword once you're swapped. Wait, uh, wait, you, you still get but, scored. Are you wait, talking what? about swapping him out? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, so you swap him out, give him the X-Men keyword, and so you're able to bring in, like, if you bring, if you swap... Him and like Professor X, you get uh, 55 points. Well, then he comes back from the sideline, though he's still back on your main force. Wait, but that just doesn't seem right, that he can come back immediately. <laughs> so you place him on your sideline and then bring someone to replace them. So then he comes back. That's really stupid, but okay. 
It is stupid, yes. <laughs> uh, so that, 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 feels like that, those, that feels like one of those things that's like, oh, this should be just simultaneous. So this, I mean, it, it's not like a big loophole, but it's just, I don't know. Well, luckily you can't do it multiple times. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. I was working with it, you know, and that that was just ridiculous being able to bring in, you know, an extra 60 plus points of figures. And then I, I was say, isn't he unique? So you can't even play more than one of him anyway. Mephisto? He should. Yeah. He should be unique. Yes, he is. I'm like, he, he is I, I, yeah. So I'm like, that that shouldn't have worked just because of the fact that Mephisto's unique. But no, you're swapping him out. If he, he kept his keyword for X Men, you'd take back Professor X and him, op out for 55 points. He comes in, and then if you have another Professor X, you can do another swap, and then he comes back in. Oh, but that doesn't work because he doesn't have a keyword, yeah. So you can't actually swap yeah. him out. Yeah. Yeah. You only get one free swap with him. Uh, then, yeah, he's still scored, So if, if he, and he's not in easy points, but that's what a lot of people got to remember is that, sure, he goes back to sidelines, but you still score him every time. And then, yeah, him on Masters of Evil, I mean, you're talking about if someone comes in from a sideline like a, the Destroyer, for instance. I mean, you're healing someone from Masters of Evil. You're healing them. Tw you're healing them. And taking an action token. And if you're going against another swap team, like uh, another Doom Chase swap team like this, it's it can get out of hand. I'm not sure how much he's going for. I've seen one person sold him for 125, and now I see people trying to get 300 for him. So it's. Well, I yeah, thought he was at 250 still. Someone sold him for, like, I think one or two people. Yeah, I saw him drop really hard there for a minute, and then he spiked back oh. up. Yeah. I like him. Uh, his his team up card. That's where it's. See, I like I like the I team like up card like way it. better than I like the uh, than I like. I his do model. His mystical and deity is really good. Uh, he's got what a monster and ruler and obviously uh, master of evil. His first mystical one, one is the best, but yeah, I, yeah, that, that is the best one. If if he's on a master of evil or ruler, if he's on a listed theme team, when he would be dealt damage from an attack, he may instead choose another friendly character within range and line of fire. If he does, that character takes one unavoidable damage. So, I mean, that it's a form of mastermind, but instead of them doing ridiculous amounts of damage, your friendly character only takes one, which, you know, that's good. Uh, then the monster one is that if he's on a monster or master people team, when a standard character is KO'd, you may heal a friendly character one click. But, like Ryan said, this is the best one. If he's on a mystical or deity, a friendly character within range and line of fire makes an attack. Mephisto may replace a die in that role with a six. If he does, after resolutions, you deal Mephisto one unavoidable damage, which I'm fine with. All right, Ryan, I'm not excited for Mystical Month now. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> the, and the cool thing is with that is that, you know, it's not just once per turn, so you can yeah. have him do that twice without getting KO'd and then easily support him back up the next turn. So, I mean, you can not have him get KO'd and, uh, and give your team uh, two sixes in two different attack rolls, or a six in two different attack rolls. Yeah. So I think uh, I like him on a mystical team for sure. I think if you're not playing the swap jank, I think that yeah, the mystical makes him him and that team up card. I think are 
going to be the, and I think they are already the most sought after. I mean, ones. You don't even need to play Jank. Like he's just good. So like, you don't really, need, I don't even like that gimmicky oh, stuff. He's yeah. He's just over the top with the team up card on mystical, um, with the X-Men swap. And then he's a, a pretty important piece for just masters of evil. So I think all of those are just, he's like over the top, but he's just a cool piece overall. Well, yeah, but I mean, he, he just has like good keywords. Like he's got cosmic, I mean, monster still very large. Mystical's always mm-hmm. good. Uh, I mean, even yeah, but like the, it's just not as good of uh, team ups because they're all separate team ups, and that's yeah. the issue. Oh yeah, especially no, I, the yeah. first one, like Ruler. I think that's not even that big of a deal because you're you're not even really going to put them out there much to do that. No. Yeah, no, that's that's totally fair. I was just thinking, in, just in general, of just like a, a piece, you know. Yeah, I think his keyword choices are still like very good, even if you're not doing other shenanigans. A really good uh, old chase, except he seems rather common. Well, I think right now you're just you're seeing everybody trying to ditch him for three hundred bucks. So I think people are going to want to start taking him. Um, the issue again though is that oh, he's yeah. unique, so you can't have more than one anyway. Which that should be for every chase, not just old chases. What unique? Yeah, I think all chases should be uniques. That would be fine. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that is going to be our review. We'll do the legacy cards another day, but I have to get going. Uh, but overall, fun set. I like the chase theme. I like the fact that I like it when they make all the chases kind of work together rather than just random figures sometimes. Um, like I like the Warp World figures. They don't really work together, but they're from the same uh, universe, whatever comic book panel you want to say. But I do like... When the chase set has some synergy with each other, whether it be like the Doom chases or uh, this, uh, what was the last set? Uh, the Carnage chases and that. I just kind of wish they were all Carnages and they didn't need the Gwens in there. Um, the Shaggy Gang, uh, what was in Avengers Forever? Warp World, they don't really work together. They're just some cool figures in there. So I, I like this route that Wizkid is going with synergy with the chase figures. But overall, I think they honestly went like above and beyond with this set and putting them all together like this. And I don't have a problem with the chase team-ups. I think the issue is that there's not more team-ups for other characters also. Having I also, only team-ups there. I just want the team-ups to be more easily accessible, I guess would be the thing. Like, I don't know why they can't just drop them in a booster. That's my only like thing with them, is you only get the one per brick and there's a good amount of them, so. Well, what they're only being they for the chases, it doesn't necessarily. The, the issue is that there's not more team up cards for more pieces. Then it would make sense to put them back in the boosters, also. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, because how many were there in uh, JLU? One hundred and forty-two. Yeah, to say yeah. That was not good. done well. Yeah. And I think that's why they honestly banned team up cards. It's because of that set right there, JLU. <laughs> Uh, before we end, we will go over the viewer questions that I completely forgot about, which I was going to do until someone messaged me in the Discord. So, <clears throat> uh, well, Chris uh, Ligerlink, Ligerink, uh says, what's your favorite piece in the set and why is it superior Iron Man? Uh, Miles, do you have a favorite piece in this set? Uh, uh, Prime Absorber Man. That's, I, I've playtested a placement on that. It just seems really fun. And I'm a huge Absorbing Man fan. Yep. Uh, that's going to be yeah. my vote as well. So that takes care of me. Dan, what's your favorite in the set? 
it's a big toss-up between Prime 4 and Prime Super Adaptoid. And Ryan, what's yours? Um, if Super Adaptoid, is the, the original or the regular non-Prime one, ends up being as good as I hope, then that one. Otherwise, I'm looking forward to King Killmonger a lot. Um, Mark Berg sa- or Bird says, is Mephesto truly worthy of the Ultra Chase slot? I don't know the storyline. I don't know how cool he is in that. Um, so what he can do, yes. I just don't know if the character itself was worth the Ultra Chase slot. I would say, like, they did him just as Mephisto really well, like, between his team-ups and what he can do. Um, yeah. It's very fitting. So I, I would say, I would, I think so. I think they nailed this one, honestly. Mm-hmm. I, I was, it's one of those, like, this feels very uh, Thanos-esque again without mm-hmm. it being the same thing. Um, he also asks, what items should have been in this set? Again, I don't know the story, but I've we do have a Hawkeye, I believe, in here. I'm always waiting for like a Hawkeye quiver or a Hawkeye bow or something like that to go with Hawkeye. Um, I'm not sure what else they could have put in here for. I was equipment. definitely thinking of the a Hawkeye bow, but I think um, they could have definitely taken the what they use for the Captain America shields and the Disney Plus and made like a militant shield. They could have done a Mjolnir, a new one, and then also Hammer's hammer. Yeah. I'd like to see them bring I back Agamotto. the I think that'd be really cool to add some Yeah, that's another one they could have added easily too. Um, anything else from the set they could have brought in? I'm just kind of looking. We got web shooters. Don't need that. I wouldn't have mind Absorbing Man's ball and chain. That kind of would have been cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, There's definitely enough things that they could have done a set of equipment with. War Machine's chain gun might have been cool to do. Um, Aya Agamotto for either Clea or Doctor Strange. Yeah. There's there's a couple Hulk-related figures in here, so maybe, like, what is it called? Gamma Blood or Hulk Blood or something like that? Because isn't that how Leader becomes him? Is he gets Hulk Blood ingested or something like that to him? I in the movie, so. in, yeah, in the movie that happened. Or, oh, I don't, yeah. I don't think I don't. I don't know if that happened in the comics that way exactly. Okay. Uh, Gamma bomb. I know a lot of people want to bring that back. Gamma like, bomb. No, thank you. Whole <clears throat> uh, set that we need to have made. Um, and then he also asked, "Do you think we'll finally get a break from seeing Avengers focused sets for a while?" No, because that's all they do. I would um, like no, a year that... break from them. Yes. <laughs> Something besides X-Men, Spider-Man, and Avengers, but I know that's hard to do because that's their, well, the that's their the, well, the popular end... items. Well, the end of the year is going to be interesting, right? Because we, we know we have DC Notorious, right? And then we have Wheels of Vengeance, which is completely its own thing. Mm-hmm. And then we have the Hellfire Gala stuff, which is X-Men and Avengers, but those are just like mini sets because they're a little box set. So, and then we don't know if we're getting anything else in the end quarter of the year. So, that this like next half of the year could be pretty Avengers. We have a, we have a Disney Plus. That's a, yeah, I, don't, I don't think there's a date on there though, right? Yeah, there was no date. They just had preview oh, images. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't yeah. say when it was happening. And then the Guardians set at the end of the year, which should be fun. I think yeah. Wills of Vengeance is going to. I think I'm hoping Wills of Vengeance goes towards that Midnight Suns. And that darker, it does get away from Avengers. Of course, you're going to have a few Avengers, you know, but I'd like to really see, like, the street-level uh, mythical 
characters. I think it opens the doors for a lot of pieces that haven't been made. Yeah, yeah they already. Recently. Yeah, they already threw one in there that was like, "Oh, cool! This is an easy layup for you." And then our, anyone but Elsa Bloodstone. <laughs> and then our last question is from Vincent, uh, our, our Wind Vincent. He says, "Avengers Prime worth playing or no?" Ah. Uh, 300 points, probably not. I mean, you are getting three of those guys, Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America, when they die. Um, yeah, but they, they come in on their last click, and I don't think they can be healed, yeah. right? Uh, no, so they come in. I thought originally that they came in on their top clicks, and I was actually kind of hyped for it. And then when I reread it, um, you score Avengers Prime. Um, and then you also bring in whatever other pieces that you want to, and those pieces that you bring in, you put them on their last non-KO click, and then you heal them two clicks, but then that's you score their full points. So that's what it is, yeah. And then they're not even that good on the other on those clicks anyway. So I don't well, think he's I, a good. I play. think there is. I I think in themed format, if you're going to play them, I think there's only one option for each one. I think you bring in the prime app, prime uh, um, or. And this is a hot take. I believe is it from Empire? The Iron Man from Empire that has on his last three clicks where he has impervious charge and outwit or 50 points or I, I think is actually the play. I just don't All think right. going 180 points on that and then putting pieces on the field that die with three pen damage for more points. Yeah, no, of course not. No, I, I think that if you're going to play him, theme format's going to be the only format that's going to work. You're not going to make him work in modern. It's just mm -hmm. way too easy. A theme yeah. format. I still think it's it's not there. Obviously, just because you know he the, if the stop click was every time that click was revealed, I would it'd be different since it's only once per turn. Yeah, that's possibly the the Same worst time, but... done stop click ever. Yeah, it's weird <laughs> that they gave him such a like. It almost feels like the kind of the old stop clicks. Like I know they weren't the same, but it's weird that they gave him that. Like they could have just given him stop, and then that's fine. Because he doesn't really a, have any way to heal chase. either. He's a legacy chase, so it's fine to give him that many stop clicks for 180 points. Yeah, and it's, he's supposed to represent three people, so you know having multiple stop clicks makes sense of you taking them out one at a time. Yeah, I'm sure someone will try to make them work. Uh, you're not. I don't think you're playing them at 300. Maybe. Um, because you do make that free attack, so you are hitting, you know, for 12 damage on one turn, if you can. And with smaller maps, having that 12 range, or sorry, 12 running shot, sidestep with an 8 range, that's a 16 square, I mean, that's full map reach. I think you're just getting, uh, you're just going to give up 300 points and then get mercy ruled in a couple more turns. Yeah. Like I said, <laughs> I'm sure someone will try to make it work, but it's They're not going to do well, but yeah, they'll going, try. Yeah. It's not there. <laughs> you could Avengers swap him if you really wanted to. I mean, I like I said, there's ways to make him work at 180. I mean, it's the new Invisible Woman that's coming out. You can give him a special to where he's able to get essentially get a second stop click. But... He's 50 points, and now you're at 230 points. I just mm -hmm. don't think it's vi It's just not viable because of him at 180. I think if he was 150, I think that there'd be a different conversation. If it was just stop click, I think yes. With four clicks to stop, think, yes, it's definitely mm -hmm. worth 180. But the fact that you can yeah. pretty much 
I mean, three tap this guy, no problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can just outwit him, poison him, get him to that, and then hit him one more time if you can do the damage output. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah like a flurry, it. like a flurry piece could get him there, basically. Yeah. Better off trading it for a legacy Ant Man. So yeah. I have a few extra. So if you're trying to get rid of your Avengers Prime, I'll have no problem trading you a legacy Ant Man <laughs> for him. There you go. He'll get played. But all right, that is going to be our show. Um, good luck to everybody next week. If you get your um, boost or your bricks case or whatever by then, make sure you check out our sponsor, Glass Cabin Hobbies, because he'll be doing case breaks soon next week. And use code Clixingit, C L I X I N I T, to get five percent your order. And uh, check out our Patreon. I did my Patreon uh, last night, so check out to see if you won on our new Facebook page that Dan created. And then I'll be emailing. Every, or I'll be messaging everybody on Patreon uh, who won, and then I'll be putting up the next month's Patreon stuff up very soon. Um, but thanks again for joining us. Hope you guys like the set. Hope you like our review. And remember, not all superheroes wear capes. Some roll dice. Have a good night.